My name is Dror Moshe Kasuto. I am the founder of the Emuna project. Emuna.com is our website. Everyone mm -hmm. more than welcome to join us to watch some of our great content that is online. Also on all the rest of social media outlets under Rav Dror. And um, today we're gonna speak a little bit, as much as time will allow us, about finding and connecting ourselves to our true potential. How the individual will find mm -hmm. an inner access to the treasures that are treasured within him to connect himself to infinity. Even though that as individuals, Physically, we are divided and separated one from the other. From inside, in spirit, in mind, we are all connected as the tree of life. The tree of life is the tree of our families. It's the live stream, the inner source of life that runs in our bodies and is connecting us to our source of living that, as we all believe, is the maker himself. So as the children of Abraham, children of Yitzchak, and the children of Yaakov, mm -hmm. we know and recognize ourselves as the children of Israel. The children of Israel are a family like that in the time when we came to Egypt, when Yaakov, our father, was still alive, we went to Egypt and the verse is saying, Beshiv im nefesh, that we were 70 people, but with one spirit. There was one soul in 70 bodies that went down to Egypt. Also today, when there are millions of us around the world, still our spirit is united and is one. When the maker of the universe exiled Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, so the reason was, as we all know, because of the sin. There was a sin, and there was judgment upon us, upon Adam and Eve, that our souls are all were included in that great soul of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. So there was a decree on us that we had to go to a certain exile. But what was the reason for that, except for the sin itself? The sin woke up the understanding that we might sin. The sin of eating from the fruit of the tree of knowledge woke up the fact, woke up the and fear from the fact that we are able to violate the commandments of the maker. And there was another fear, and that fear was that we might eat from the tree of life, from Etz HaChaim, the tree of life. And the creator was concerned that if we would eat from that tree as well, after eating from the fruit of the tree of knowledge, we might live in an eternal way, forever, inside the garden. So 
what's the problem with giving us the opportunity to live eternal life and enjoying the tree of life that when the person is holding in a certain level that is not complete, he's not fully righteous, he's not completely good, then he might sin. And then if he will sin and will live forever, then also to his crimes will have, like his crimes will have a worse, much worse effect. And they will also, um, going to damage the whole creation in a way that will be very destructive. Destructive. Now, therefore, the maker, out of that fear, decided to exile us and to send us away from the Garden of Eden. He rejected us, and we have walked out, and he locked the gate to the Garden of Eden that we won't be able to go back there yet until we will correct ourselves and complete our correction with the gate that is built with a flipping sword there is a flipping sword a sword that has two edges two sides and it's flipping all the time from this side to the other and no one can cross that gate because of that fear that is cutting and chopping everyone who tries to go through it therefore the tree of life has been denied from us now we don't have access to that tree of life now based on what we explained earlier what is the tree of life the tree of life is our life we as families we have a tree of our life story that is our tree of life so the tree of life that is who that we are and our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and on. Those are the branches that are connecting us throughout the generations to the main trunk of Adam and Eve. That is the tree of life. So if we are now out there in the exile and the tree of life is with us because we are the tree of life, the tree of life is the living power that lives within us, that is the energy of our souls that is passing to the children through the parents, from the grandparents and on, in every generation and generation. So we are close to the Garden of Eden. We are there. How can it be? The dividing that we are experiencing from the tree of life, from that amazing source of awareness eternal source of awareness is in our minds the exile is not physical the exile from the garden of eden was never physical it was only in our minds that's why a person who is growing spiritually will eventually connect himself to the tree of life and will find himself living in that garden of eden he will find himself walking with the maker of the universe in the Garden of Eden. Suddenly he will recognize the world around him as the Garden of Eden because the mind will not be limited and constrained as it is right now 
to our fears, to the pressures, to our to the thoughts that are distracting our minds from living the moment, from being one with the maker of the universe in each moment of our lives. We are skipping from one moment to the next, being divided from our ancient memory, from the eternal memory, from our eternal being by living in a separated moment in each moment and moment. So the maker of the universe did that for us to experience the exile. What's the benefit in all of that? Why have we been sent to such hard exile that is breaking our eternal life to fractions, to moments, to, 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 to seconds? Why such a severe punishment? Think about the person who can live forever, eternal life connected to his root, connected to his soul, connected to the soul of his ancestors that is basically the same soul because the sparks that are passing on to the next generation in the sperm and the egg of the parents is holding the spark of the soul from the parents and being transformed into the child's soul with an additional portion that he's receiving from the maker of the universe as a crown, as a completion for his, for his shape, for his spiritual shape. So the basic part of his soul is being received from his parents' soul, and his parents' souls were also brought down to them by their parents. So if we would not be disconnected from our memory, we would be able to see the history. We would have an access in our minds to the ancient archives of history, and we would remember anything that ever took place in any of the bodies of all our ancestors throughout all generations that were before of us, ahead of us. So why did the maker took a soul that is so eternal, that is so gigantic, that is so big and long and wide and, and rich and cut it to such tiny pieces of moments that we cannot remember anything out of this lifetime and even in this lifetime we are so distracted from one moment to the next that we barely experience anything from our past in this lifetime not to talk about earlier lifetimes so why did the maker did so think now about the whole torah you want to learn the whole torah our lives are the reflection of the Torah. The maker of the universe, when he wanted to create the world, he looked at the Torah and he created the worlds. So when you want to learn the Torah, all the Torah, there is no way that you will be able to do it in one piece. You have to break down the Torah into books, into portions, into verses, into um, into words and into letters and into um, into vowels. You have to break them down to the to the minimum for you to be able to understand it. For you to be able to grasp some of the concepts above, even and even if you will learn it one word at a time, one part after the other, 
there are so many explanations to each word and there are so many aspects to each word much more than just 70 as the world used to say people in the world used to say 70 faces to the Torah yeah there are 70 faces but every face is gigantic so when you find 70 explanations to one verse it doesn't mean that those are the only 70 explanations that there are to this face to this verse when people are learning the amazing book um the Zohar Kadosh um, by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai you can see over there that in the, in the first volume he's bringing an explanation to the word Bereshit. It's called Tikkune HaZohar, the corrections of the Zohar. And those Tikkune HaZohar is a whole volume, a whole book that is discussing only one word, Bereshit, the word, first word in the Torah. And it brings over there 70 explanations to the word Bereshit. If you're going to read that, you're going to understand that on that book you can write 7,000 books of explanations and interpretations. There's no way in the world that that book holds all the secrets that are um, treasured in the word Bereshit. The word Bereshit contains much, much more than 70 explanations, even if those 70 explanations can be opened up to be 7,000 deeper explanations to reveal inner layers and inner layers. And also, when you learn something today, tomorrow you might enjoy that verse and that explanation in a different, um, seeing it and experiencing it in a different angle with a different meaning um, and, and to enjoy the illumination and the healing that will be drawn out from that verse, from that conclusion, from that learning to a different part of your life, to a different aspect of your life or for someone else in your life. It's a, it's so rich and it's so deep that the maker had to break our lives into moments, our eternal life, our one unit of life into moments for us to be able to comprehend something to receive something to be able to digest and to deal with some of the wisdom that any moment contains so even though we are in a great exile and we are suffering badly from the constrictions and limitations of our lives there's a great reason for all that things that we're going through and for all those difficulties and challenges and barriers because the maker of the universe saw that like you cannot eat a whole meal in one bite and you have to bite few bites and to chew them to grind them and then to swallow them and the system of your body needs to take the time to digest every part and every piece that you just ate and it's time for that processing Time is needed and required for wisdom, even more so. Like that we have 32 teeth in our mouths, and it's they're called wisdom teeth. Also in Hebrew, you call the shinaim, the teeth, shinebina, wisdom to teeth. They are teeth of wisdom, uh, of power of understanding. 
like you're grinding the food and you're breaking it to its um to its particles to 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 parts also with wisdom you do the same thing your heart that is understanding things is breaking them down into pieces for you to be able to comprehend for you to be able to digest them spiritually therefore it is so important to give time to the process of spiritual development this is why it's so precious to have patience to be able to wait to be able to hold on to be able to accept in a humble mindset with a humble mindset to accept the fact that we're not perfect that it takes time for us to learn that some things takes time that when you pray for something you're not immediately going to be answered you need to wait sometimes and that hamtana that waiting is most likely the matana the gift it's the present the fact that you were waiting like that Moshe told the people of Israel you need to wait three days until we're going to receive the Torah and then before every stage we had to wait now we're going to count uh, 49 days um, of the Omer and then we're going to have the Shavuot and then we're going to do this and then you have those days and that and those days and in every stage of your life you are counting and you're waiting and it's a circle of life and by waiting and by hoping and by trying to get to the next level with the right preparation with the right um vessel building vessels building you will have the power to contain more bounty and more wisdom and to purchase more knowledge and closeness to the maker of the universe if you're just going to make something once and for all and that's it that thing won't be as strong as a vessel that you will work on for years and for lifetimes so the maker of the universe even though that he works in mysterious ways and his greatness is hidden from us and in so many ways he is unreachable for people in our level still in any moment of our lives he is standing by our side as a partner as an equal in rights partner in all my spiritual journey of coming closer to the maker of the universe and serving him and committing myself to him and dedicating my life um, to him and to serve him with a happy heart and with all my power with with all my energy in so many times in so many opportunities and options that i had in my life and i always like did it with with all my power as much as i could i don't remember even one time that hashem pushed me that i felt pressured by hashem the thoughts of the person definitely pushing him the stress the 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 anxieties the the negative patterns ways of thinking uh, ways that we've been taught by our parents by our environment but not by the maker a person who has some spiritual connection with the maker and talking to him and praying like in hit buddha or meditation or stuff like that 
has a certain sense to feel and uh, to that he experienced because he experienced um, spiritual connection and feeling in certain sense of the the private and individual supervision of the maker on us so to people like us that experienced the supervision of the maker in this way or another that experienced the spiritual um sensation experienced the presence of hashem for an example while walking to graves of righteous people or learning torah in depth or having a real nice um, prayer with great connection while being able to express the real meaning and intention of the words in prayer for a certain time that is long enough for us to to have a certain sense and feeling of that spiritual quality of that act of prayer for people like us that felt holiness on Shabbat or in a synagogue or in the Holy Land of Israel in the Western Wall, it's so easy to feel those kind of feelings. For people like us, it's understandable that the Maker is standing by our sides always. And that's why we need to be so happy. That's why we need to understand and to appreciate the greatness of His unconditional love. And to understand that the cons the constrictions did not came to punish us, just to qualify us to receive more light. The only reason why he broke our eternal souls to souls that are rejected, that are experiencing the exile and experiencing the pain of separation in each moment and moment from his brother from the other moment the purpose and reason for that separation for that painful and traumatic separation is for a good cause is for that cause of making the bonding and connection with the maker of the universe strong enough for it to hold on for good forever and evermore when a person really wants to connect himself to his true potential he needs first of all to realize that the first step of connecting yourself to the maker is to know who you are as long as you're pretending to be someone that you are not or trying to act as if you are better than the one that you are honesty is the foundation of your connection with the maker of the universe there is no way in the world that as a faker that as a player you will be able to connect yourself to adonai elohim emet to hashem that his name is truth there is no way in the world that a lying person will be able to connect himself to the maker of the universe that his seal is the seal of truth therefore a person must be totally honest a person must be completely sincere in his intentions and even if you found yourself lying and even if you found yourself pretending and making up fake false presentations of your being without being really truthful and honest about your level or 
who you really are in your intention and in your abilities and and power still the main blessing that we've been blessed with by Hashem is the gift and blessing of the opportunity to do tshuva to do tshuva it's to atone for all our sins and the way and the road for complete tshuva is very easy and very simple it's true you really need to regret for your mistakes but you don't need to regret on all your mistakes at once but on the sin or the mistake that you are confessing now you need to feel a certain side of regret for you to be able to confess on that mistake with a righteous heart with a complete heart and not as as a, as a game not as a lie so when you come to that place in your life that you feel regret that you feel the sorrow of your sins and you're not happy to to fail and to fall and to do wrongs in that time the job becomes very easy you just need to do it you just need to keep it mitzvah tachuva, to follow the mitzvah of tshuva of atonement it's very easy you need to express and in details as much as you can to explain the wrong thing that you've done to the maker of the universe so literally in your own language you say hey Hashem Shalom Aleichem how are you doing I'm sorry I messed up I did something really really wrong today and then you just like explain you hurt someone's feeling you didn't pray you you ate something that was not kosher like what, whatever troubles your mind you hurt someone's feelings please Hashem I'm sorry I did this I told that person so and so I didn't do so and so and I, I believe I understand I am obligated to do so but I violated my obligation first step you just explained your sin in details as much as you can you don't need to like two and a half hours when I was standing in that position no you're just like in general explaining the situation to Hashem and then expressing your regret please Hashem I feel bad about it I'm not happy that I did it and let's say now you are in a way more complex situation there are sides that you're happy that you sinned your lusts your desires your fears made you now standing stubborn with your lacking and like being somehow happy for violating the rules of Hashem so now you can do tshuva on that as well you say to Hashem, Hashem, I realized I did something wrong, but I must be honest. My feeling is of joy, of certain happiness. I feel that it was a right thing to do, even though that it's written completely, like clear that I was not supposed to do so. But to my level, to my position, I feel that it was useful for me. I feel that it helped me. Please help me correct that as well. I don't want to be a sinner. I don't want to be considered as a sinner. And definitely, I don't want to be a blind one to my own mistakes. So as you can see, the process is very easy and it's hard to confess and to express your atonement, your tshuva, and your regret. The only thing, only tool that you need to have in your hand is honesty. 
and a pair of lips that you need to just like speak it out to Hashem and to say the truth please Hashem I messed up I did something wrong I regret on that and the third part easiest of them all please Hashem help me not to do it again to express your good intention and your will not to fall to that trap and even if you feel that you might fall again and you even wanting God forbid to fall again in that sin because you felt joy like we said before you felt pleasant you felt pleasure from that kind of sin you realize now that it was wrong you do want to do tshuva but in an honest way you cannot say to Hashem Yidbarach, no I don't want to sin anymore because you have been pleasured by that sin so like we said before honesty is the key for all truth is your connection to the maker that he is the god of truth adonai elohim emet he is the god of truth he is the truth because it's the truth that he is god and no one but him so therefore in an honest way you're just going to open your heart and going to say to hashem and i am afraid that i might sin again i'm afraid that my lusts that my fears that my desires that my lackings my weaknesses will drag me will take me to that place again i'm i might fail i i know that i'm not beyond i know that i'm not immune to to these kind of sins so please hashem give me the strength and the power to overpower all my evil inclination all my yetzara for me to be able to rise and to shine and to be a better person and never to upset you and never to disappoint you and never to do anything that is against your will when a person is doing so when a person is able to speak with the maker of the universe from the heart and to have a daily routine of hit of individual conversation with the maker of the universe from the heart an honest one there will be nothing in the world to hold him back from achieving and accomplishing the greatest goals and and highest levels to achieve in avodat hashem while serving the maker of the universe honesty is the key to all and dedication is needed and required for the person in every day of his life to have this simple session of Idbodidut, talking to the maker like you talk to your best friend. That topic of Idbodidut is a very wide topic and much um, more needs to be said on that. You're more than welcome to check our Idbodidut course, the individual prayer course on our website, emuna.com. If it's uh, too complex for you to search, you can just email us to info at emuna.com. Emuna, we're writing E-M-U-N-A-H. The H was added for us not to forget Hashem. Emuna in Hashem, E-M-U-N-A-H.com. And over there, you'll be able to sign up for the course with many sessions that are discussing this topic of Hidbodadut in many ways and will give you tools going to walk with me hand in hand in that path of learning how to fulfill your mission 
on earth to be an illuminating soul and to uncover your true potential. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and may the maker of the universe answer all your prayers and judge you favorably always and see only the goodness within you and will uplift you to the highest level of them all where all your prayers will come true, will be answered in no time in our days. Amen. Thank you so much.